Welcome back in, everybody. Episode 23 of the 4th Down Football Show. We have a Super Bowl champion, the Kansas City Chiefs, go back to back, beating the 49ers and what ended up being a pretty exciting Super Bowl. Didn't start out that way, and we'll get into that, but how are you guys doing first on this uh, post-Super Bowl Monday? I don't know if you're able to hear that or not, but I feel fantastic. Oh, it was so nice seeing the 49ers choke it away again yesterday. <laughs> Second time in five seasons. They get to a Super Bowl. Their head coach blows a 10-point lead. Oh, I loved every minute of it. Was there some doubt? Absolutely. I thought Chiefs were maybe not going to show up and play. And I thought the 49ers were going to run away with it there in the third in the second half, but good for the Chiefs. And good for Taylor Swift. She's going to get a ring, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, is there really any more doubt for Patrick Mahomes? I mean, holy shit. Seriously. I mean, he's really he's entering that conversation. Um, I, I mean, he's definitely not there yet, but, uh, I mean, the track that he's going, it's, it's impressive, man. Um, it'll teach me not to bet against him again. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I mean, just part of the win was Mahomes magic there. That's for sure. There was, a, there was a little bit on that overtime drive. Um, now the beginning of the game, I mean, we're just going to dive into our Super Bowl thoughts here, honestly, but Beginning of the game, first quarter of the game, first half of the game, really, 49ers were kind of dominating. It was constant three and outs by the Chiefs on offense. They couldn't get anything going. Um, not that either side could really get anything going in the first quarter, um, but Chiefs were losing at the line of scrimmage, that's for sure, in that in that first half. And you hear a lot of players say second half adjustments isn't a thing. Whether it is or isn't, it sure seemed like the Chiefs made some second-half adjustments because they were a different team coming out of the half. That's for sure. Um, Mahomes pulls out his magic again. Had some magical plays there, that fourth and one on the overtime drive where he bounces around to the outside and a designed quarterback run for Patrick Mahomes on a fourth and one. Interesting call. Super Bowl on the line. And... Then that little scramble we had, like, I think it was just a couple of plays after that too for like 20 yards to set him up in the red zone there. This guy's just insane. Mahomes is absolutely insane. And props to Andy Reid. He's putting himself up there too into like top five greatest coaches of all time territory as well. He keeps racking up these Super Bowl wins and regular season wins. Um He's going to find himself up there, too. doesn't seem like he's going to retire. He might, I guess, but it seemed like reports were before the Super Bowl that he was going to get an extension and a raise either way if they won or lost the Super Bowl. Um, but, no, I I was impressed by the Chiefs in the second half, and Mahomes, like Kyle said, he's keep climbing that ladder. He's still chasing Tom Brady, but 
Like it's a realistic thing. We're not this isn't just Patrick Mahomes won one Super Bowl and now we're just kinda grasping at air because his regular season stats are better than Brady. Like now he's stacking them up in the postseason too. Um three for four now in the Super Bowl is pretty insane. No one lost to Brady, but still. Um it's a dynasty for the Chiefs. I'll say it. Yeah, it is a dynasty and I think the crazy thing is that this dude is only 28 years old. So, and he's going to get more cracks at this. But that's what the great ones do. When maybe their team or maybe even themselves are not playing very well to start the game or in the first half, they make adjustments in the second half and they somehow find a way to do it. And... I think the scariest thing for the rest of the league is is that, I mean, we've said it all last couple weeks is that this was not the best Chiefs team that we had ever seen in terms of the wide receiver core. You even saw glimpses of, you know, maybe Mahomes is not, you know, getting older up there in age, but you kind of saw a little slip in the play a little bit, but they rode that defense, which played very well. They stepped up and were able to get off the field and give credits to Spags and stuff. But I'd imagine even that, even though the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, they're going to come back next season better. And that's scary. And good for the Chiefs, good for Mahomes. And it's it, it imagine what the story would be like. I mean, listen, it, it was going to be that you've already heard on all the talk shows of, you know, Brady Mahomes, the go conversation. Can you imagine if Mahomes won that Super Bowl in 2020 against Brady? It'd be four, six right now. And things would be different, but I mentioned this two weeks ago. He's not chasing anybody else in the league right now. He's on top. He's chasing ghosts. And by ghost, I mean, Tom Brady. And he can, very well go get four next year. Kyle. Yeah, I'm 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 done with my I'm I'm done. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I, I really don't have else much else to say here. I mean he's it, it it's just it, it's crazy that we also get to like witness this too. Like, I mean, yeah, we're, we we saw Brady for all those years dominate the league with his uh, with his Patriots, and then he split on his own and still dominated the way he always has. And, uh, yeah, now we're just seeing it all over again with uh, Patrick Mahomes. And um, this, this is something that I actually I, – I wanted to ask you guys this. If you had to put him on a place right now, where would it be? You mean like top one quarterback of oh okay of all time? Yes, I had this conversation <clears throat> the other day with uh, one of my family members, so I'd love to see what uh, you guys think here. Top five, I think. Top five, leaning towards top three, I'd say. I am at three. Yeah, that's where I have him right now. Yeah. yeah, Brady, Montana, and then Mahomes. 
even Montana, you could make a case for Mahomes now. I don't. I, I wouldn't go that far quite yet. I still need to see a little bit more out of Mahomes, which I'm wow. sure. I am. I am sure that it will get to that point. But as of right now, I'm still sticking with Montana. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but three MVPs, three Super Bowl MVPs in those three Super Bowl wins he has now. All those AFC Championship appearances and turning them into Super Bowl appearances for four of them is ridiculous. Um, and the Chiefs, like Melo said, this wasn't the best version of their team. And you saw that even in the Super Bowl itself. Like I said, their offense wasn't clicking at all in the whole first half. And people were expecting a higher scoring game than it ending in the 20s for both teams. We were thinking 30s. We were thinking maybe 40 for, I mean, the 49ers have a high-flying offense. Both tight ends were shut down until, like, the third quarter, fourth quarter. That's when Kelsey first broke, like, 10 or 15, 20 yards. Kittle had, like, one or two catches all game long. These defenses were electric. It took a little 49ers uh, razzle-dazzle play, which I was a big fan of there. The jet sweep to... Debo, and then he passes it back to McCaffrey, who runs it in. It was a nice little play call there, but yeah, yeah. Matt said it was better than the Philly special. I did, I did not say that. I did not say that. Did not say that. Would not say that. I said it was the best play in the Super Bowl since the Philly special. Now maybe that was in the moment, um, getting swept up in it a little bit, but still, it was. I thought it was a great play, and that's what it took to beat this. Chiefs defense and props to the Chiefs for holding the 49ers to a field goal on that overtime drive. I mean, that was huge. And the Chiefs knew then that, hey, we can either get a field goal and give it to the 49ers again. We have to at least get a field goal or we're going for the win and getting that touchdown. And obviously they ended up doing it. Now, um, an interesting conversation. Apparently the 49ers players weren't all aware of the overtime rules, which is how do you let that how do you let that happen aren't aren't aware of the overtime rules in in the playoffs i know they got changed ironically enough because of the chiefs um versus the bills we talked about it before versus the bills a couple years back but if you're a special teams coordinator or even just a head coach anybody you have to make sure your team knows that going into overtime in the super bowl that's a huge blunder if they thought that you, the only you only needed one possession to win it, and that's why they chose to get the ball first because some people thought that was a questionable call after they won the um, coin toss in overtime and Fred Warner said we want the ball. Some people thought that was a little bit questionable there. I mean, you heard uh, who's CBS's Romo referee didn't like guy. It from the beginning. Gene Steratore yeah. didn't like it either. Yes. He said you want to know – if you have to kick a field goal or go for it. And the 49ers seemed like, I mean, maybe they knew they wanted the ball. That was their choice. But still, it sort of seemed like they thought it's you get whoever scores first or whoever scores the touchdown first. Um, but that's not the rules in the playoffs anymore. And even when Miko Hardman ca caught the game-winning touchdown, 
didn't seem like he really knew that he won the Super Bowl right there either, which is interesting. But yeah, I think that's a very big. Uh, you can't let that happen. Head coach that falls that's on Kyle Shanahan coaching. at the end of the day. Yeah, that that's bad coaching. And I don't know how many of the Chiefs players actually knew that, but you had most of them say that, yeah, we talked about it all season long. We went over it every week in the playoffs, and we were prepared, and the other team wasn't. That's how bad it was yesterday. It's like even when they asked the question, some of the 49er players were kind of dumbfounded. Like, I didn't know. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't know? That that's coaching. That's just not having you guys prepared. But um it's it Kyle Shanahan, he just can't get out of his own way. <laughs> can't get out of his own way. I, I, I just I don't understand it. This dude cannot get out of his own way. Time and time again, whether it's blowing the ten point leads or just, you know, not knowing what the rules are in overtime, that's just inexcusable. And you knew once the Chiefs got the ball back when they were able to hold. And the funny thing is, is that the 49ers didn't even get a touchdown anyways. They had to kick a field goal. And you knew more than likely that the Chiefs were going to go down there and score a touchdown. Was it set in stone? Was it no? But you felt confident. Close to us. Yeah, you felt confident. So just... I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not calling for Shanahan to get his job taken because he's still a good coach. And you don't get to Super Bowl. You don't get to two Super Bowls with the 49ers on accident. Now, granted, he has a great team, but at one point, is it like you're holding us back, dude? Like we're just not prepared. Yeah, and um, I'm not entirely sure too. Like this, I mean, the 49ers defense was spectacular all night long, as were the Chiefs, but. I'm not entirely sure how much those injuries kind of played a factor into this. I mean, Dre Greenlaw was having a hell of a game. He was my Super Bowl MVP pick. And damn, did it look like I struck gold there for a minute. Um, that dude was balling out of his mind. I was enjoying it. Um, I'm not entirely sure how much, how, how much of those injuries really played a factor into the momentum shifting or – how the 49ers game planned against this offense, because at a moment's notice, when you take away a playmaker like Drake, uh, Drake Greenlaw, when you take him out of the equation, I mean, that's a whole different ball game against this Patrick Mahomes led offense. Yes. You still have Fred Warner. Yes. You still have Nick Bosa, Chase Young on the other side. Chase Young had a hell of a game too. I will say that. Um, but that's also something that I thought as well. Like, However, though, with those injuries, that, that Niner defense was still playing spectacular. And because I picked the 49ers, I was rooting for him. You know, that's just how, that's how that goes. But uh, once Fred Warner chose to receive the ball, that's where I also had those question marks in my head. I was like, why in the hell wouldn't you want to see what you need to do to kind of match this Kansas City team? Because you have the opportunity. Each team gets a, a possession. That's how it is. And the Niner defense was still playing good enough that you could have stopped them that first drive. 
I, I'm not entirely, I mean, I was extremely dumbfounded by it as well. I wasn't, I didn't think it was the right move. And that's kind of where I thought the Niners were going to lose. And it kind of got set right in my head there when Mahomes ran for that 15, 20 yard rush there to take him basically straight to the end zone. So, um, no, I was, I was also a little confused on why. Fred Warner chose to receive that ball. I think that was the 49ers downfall in the end of it. Yeah. 49ers won both coin tosses. I love him. No, they didn't. Did they? <laughs> did they? No, they didn't win the kickoff, did they? No, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs got the deferred. second. Yeah. Chiefs and deferred. then yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, Tails did fail. Tails didn't win in the in the kickoff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit confusing there. Bad overtime understanding of the rules by the, the 49ers. That's crazy to like. say. That's crazy to I, say with the Super Bowl. Yes. I mean, if if that's the case, I feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of people calling for Kyle's head there. Um, I I really do think so. Yeah, whether it's him or the special teams guy, whoever needs to emphasize that. Hmm. Yeah, I, mean, and- I, I think at the end of the day, it falls on Shanahan. Just head coach, that's kind of something that you should have been going over in practice. I mean, you've had, what was it, two weeks off before the Super Bowl? Yep. I mean, you have two weeks to figure this out. I don't give a shit if it's sending a big-ass group chat of a document saying, hey, these are the NFL overtime rules just <laughs> in case we get there. I don't give a shit what it is. I don't give a shit if you go over in practice, uh, you call a meeting or – Big group text, whatever it is, you need that is something you need to cover as a head coach. And if it comes out that Shanahan was responsible for this, I don't know if the 49ers have another choice other than to fire him. And you you have to figure too that even during Super Bowl week, and I'm sure throughout the season, I'm sure there's league officials that are checking in with all these coaches like, hey, you, you got everything, you understand what's going on? And if there's you're in, yeah, there's got to be somebody in the NFL going up to these coaches like, "Hey, you you understand what happened, right? Like, you get the rules and stuff. Got any questions?" And if he says no, it's kind of on him. And they even even the CBS broadcast explained what the overtime rule was, and I'm sure that they had to show the overtime rules on the video screen inside Allegiant Stadium. Definitely. So. That's that's bad all around, but you know the 49ers, I, I they're just like the Cowboys. They choke every year. The only difference is that the 49ers can actually get to the NFC championship game and they can get to a Super Bowl. That's the only difference. 49ers haven't won since ninety five. Dallas hasn't won since ninety six or whatever it is. Well, I might be mixing it up. But for some reason we put the 49ers on this high pedestal because they get to the NFC championship game every other freaking year. And then they get blown out or they lose. And then, or they're just losing the Super Bowl. They're just like the Cowboys, except they can play an extra game or two in the playoffs. Um, moving on from the <clears throat> 49ers 
misunderstanding of the rules, possibly. Oh no, we're still we're still talking about the 49ers, so um Brock Purdy's play in the Super Bowl. I'm not gonna say it was bad, but like there was a bit of a drop off in play between Mahomes and Purdy, I would say. There were some throws that Purdy missed. He he missed they skidded in front of Ayuk a couple times. I do remember that clearly. Um, Debo had a couple too that were thrown in front of him. Yes. Now, listen, he made some nice throws too, but still, people are going to say um, he's an elite quarterback and all of that, but like, he's not quite there yet. I mean, give him give him some time yet. I'm not saying 49ers need to move off of him, but like, he's still. There's the biggest difference that I spotted, you know, going into this game is obviously quarterback play. And I think it made part of a difference in this game. Brock Purdy, you can't put the blame 100% on him, but I mean, and every player is going to own up to it, but he owned up to it after the game. It's like, hey, I got I should have been better. But like, it's something you notice watching the game, or at least I noticed watching the game. He did miss some throws. And in the Super Bowl, that can cost you the game. And eventually, basically your whole season. So, I didn't know if you guys noticed that as well watching the game. It's just something that I did pick up on a little bit. It's a bad look when your only your only uh, touchdown of the game was not from your quarterback. It was a trick play. Yeah. So McCaffrey. Um, yeah, I definitely noticed that. And again, this this kind of goes back to Shanahan a little bit. Somebody brought – so I didn't come up with this. Somebody brought up a good point. It was like, again, San Francisco got away from the run a little bit. He kind of took McCaffrey out of it a little bit. And it, it almost seemed like the Kyle Shanahan wanted Brock Purdy to win Super Bowl MVP because he put mm. he put the game basically in his hands, you know, throwing the ball down the field, trying to, trying to make throws and make plays. It almost seemed like they – the 49ers – Brass and Kyle Shanahan really wanted Brock Purdy to get MVP yesterday if they would have won the game, just to and kind of shut up everybody else. It's interesting because Legereus Sneed came out after the game, a Chiefs defensive back, and he said that the game plan was they wanted Brock Purdy to throw the ball, which, of course, that makes sense because if you look at the 49ers' offense, their only weakness or the weakest link, so to say, would be Brock Purdy just because everybody else on the team is like elite elite and Brock Purdy's maybe not quite there yet. And yeah, they wanted him to throw the ball and I think it ended up working out pretty good for the chiefs. I mean, they got bailed out a couple times. There was a deep ball that would have been a touchdown in the end zone, but uh, McDuffie, the cornerback reached up and swatted it away, but still the chiefs defense held up their end of the bargain. They said, we want you to throw. And they bent, but they didn't break at all. I mean, that one touchdown, it took, a, like I said, a razzle-dazzle play. And to get a touchdown there on the Chiefs' defense, they held up pretty good overall. Yeah, so, I mean, my thoughts on this is I didn't expect Brock Purdy to go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. There's nobody in the league who can do that. Um but I will say, nah, something like that. <laughs> I will say, I think Brock, I was very impressed by Brock Purdy. 
I thought his demeanor, I thought the way he handled himself throughout the entire game. I think the 49ers have their guy. And listen, I've said it before on this podcast, on air, whatever it is, that I called Brock Purdy a system quarterback plenty of times. Um, That's what he was. And the jury's still out. If he goes to a different team, can he keep this up? Likely not just because of the weapons that the 49ers really do have. But I don't think Brock Purdy's a bad quarterback. I think he is turning into a damn good quarterback that fits San Francisco extremely well. I was extremely impressed by him and what he was able to accomplish against this stacked Chiefs team. He didn't go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. Nobody can. But I think he held his own pretty damn well. Um, But I will say I think the coaching, yet again, coaching in San Francisco is going hand-in-hand here. Um, You got to give CMC that fucking ball. You have to give him that ball. I'm sorry. He is by far your best player, and game plan tells you, run it with CMC. <laughs> Literally play after play. If you gotta if you gotta shovel it off to Debo, throw a throw a mid route. I mean, that's another thing too I I, I want to get at. At the end of the day, CMC should have had this ball a whole lot more than what he did. And I think that's what pissed off a whole lot of 49ers fans. And the 49ers were also not using one of their best advantages that they've been able to do all season long, and that was midfield. These route passes that 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 Purdy is pretty damn good at accomplishing to Ayuk, you got Debo there, you got Kittle, you have all these weapons, and yet I see Purdy shooting it down on the sideline. Your game plan should have been midfield with your stacked wide receivers and receiving room and then you run it with CMC that should have been the game plan but I do agree with you guys 100% that I feel like they really wanted Brock Purdy to shine in this game but that's also not Brock Purdy that's not what makes him the quarterback of the 49ers he is a complement to the actual elite weapons that they do have I think Brock Purdy will get to that level one day But it didn't show yesterday just because he's not there yet. So use the weapons you have. And I think they got a little too cute with it. But I will say, I think Brock Purdy is the guy in San Francisco for sure. You know what it was? Brock Purdy and, again, this is going back to Shanahan again. Too conservative. Afraid to take the big shot. They much rather be conservative, dink and dunk. Then him try and throw a deep ball, make a mistake. I think that offense was scared to take chances down the field. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. There's a lot of screen plays or uh, one yard dump offs in the flat to McCaffrey or Debo, and the Chiefs sniff those out right away. I mean, the Chiefs defense. One of their strengths is at the linebacker and defensive backs. Uh, George Karloftis really stepped up in the second half of the season and in the playoffs here. And he was playing very strong in that game. And the Chiefs kept blowing up those small little dump-offs in the flat there for negative yardage or one or two yards. And obviously that led to all the three and outs that we saw from the 49ers on offense or even eventual punts if they got one first down. But 
their offense was definitely most effective when they were handing it to Christian McCaffrey and he was getting six yards. Even if it looked like it was going to be a three yard gain, he kept pushing forward and it landed them somewhere around a six yard gain. And if you're getting that consistently on first or second down, you're setting yourself up real well for if it gets to third down, third down. And it just didn't seem like they kept that game plan going in the second half as much. They sort of, like Kyle said, they shied away from that later in the game, whether it was to give Brock Purdy a little more shine or who knows what it was. It sure seemed they weren't, they weren't afraid to give it to Christian McCaffrey after his fumble. Cause that was the first drive and they st- still kept going back to him. So that's definitely not a reason that they were afraid to keep running it. It just, and you, they had the lead going into the second half. They had the lead basic football knowledge. When you have the lead, you want run to run the ball. So it seemed like it would have made sense for them to keep running it and keep doing what was working for them, but wasn't the way that they went with things. Um, so, yeah. You guys got anything else on the football side of things here? Enjoy your long offseason, so. 49er fans. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, coming speaking from experience last year, it's a bit of a painful one. Um, losing the Super Bowl, having that be your last game of the season, can be a little tough. Um, but hey, I say it all the time. You get used to it over here. Us Giants fans, we uh, we just get to watch everybody else hash it out while we enjoy our sideline coverage. Hey, you sold your souls for those two Super Bowls against Brady. Hey, you know what? I'll take it. Or that Sorry. fucking that, that damn boat pick. <laughs> <laughs> Still comes up in my nightmares. Um, that was worth it for those two Super Bowls against Brady. I'll take it. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I think a Matt agrees with that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me the Nick Foles Super Bowl for all the bull crap we had to deal with after that. <laughs> um you want you want hey you want me to make a a Brady uh <laughs> a Mahomes over Brady argument? Tom Brady lost Super Bowls to Eli Manning and Nick Foles. No offense to you guys, but it's Eli Manning and Nick Foles. You watch Patrick what you Mah- home, you watch Patrick what Mahomes home. Patrick Mahomes didn't lose to Jalen Hurts. Patrick Mahomes didn't lose to Jimmy Garoppolo, and I damn sure Patrick Mahomes wasn't losing to Brock Purdy yesterday. I don't know. Beats he people he's there. supposed to beat. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Um, now we have to cover <laughs> cover it real quick because the Super Bowl was not just about the football side of things. It's also a big entertainment oh, really? thing too. Yeah, yeah. So um, I didn't know commercials and. Uh, Halftime show? Thoughts? Mello, we'll start with you. Commercials were eh. Uh, Favorite? Michelob Ultra. I like the messy one. M&M's. Dan Marino was in a lot of commercials, too. It was like in three or four of them. Good for him, though. Uh, commercials were bland. Those are my, some of my favorites. Probably missing one. Um, I like Deadpool. I saw that. Yeah. That was cool. Um, 
halftime show was was okay. It it definitely didn't get off to a good start, but then it it, it had a nice, very good closing ending. Uh, Usher, you horny bastard, man! <laughs> <laughs> Putting your arms around Alicia Keys like that. Oh, you dog! Hey, <laughs> I mean his. I think his. I mean, her husband came out and said she was cool with it. I think he was cool with it. No. Yeah, that's another conversation. He's a better man than I am. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, no. I have no complaints. Got to see my glorious King LeBron James in his suite. <laughs> yeah. Kyle? And I saw Taylor Swift chug a beer. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. Um. Yeah, I mean, for me, the commercials were just... They weren't anything special. Um, definitely better in the past. Uh, Tom Brady, though, I thought that was a pretty good one. That uh, I believe was was that a Duncan commercial? Yeah. Or uh, yeah, yeah. No, I that was definitely my favorite out of all of them. Um, halftime show, I kind of got to agree with Mello. It was it kind of revived itself there at the end a little bit, um, but also it's very hard to compete with what LA did a few years ago, bringing out all of those musical legends. I mean, that's, that's, (laughs) yeah, but, um, no, it's hard to compete with that, but I think this year's was a little bit better than what we've seen, um, in the last decade or so, I would say. So it was okay. Nothing special though, but, uh, yeah, no, I I definitely agree with, uh, Melo's take on Usher. I mean, the hell was he getting into there? That was a little, a little much. <laughs> um, commercials were like you guys said; they were okay. There was no real bangers this year. Um, I like the State Farm one with Arnold. Uh, who? Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, it also had Danny DeVito in as well. So. Um, Tommy DeVito. No, not Tommy DeVito. Um, like a good neighbor. I could do this <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, 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 all right. Um, I like that. Uh, Michelob Ultra. That was a good one, too. Mm, trying to think if there's any other ones. The M&M's one I thought was funny with the... Uh, the yawns of all the uh, almost winners. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, we'll be putting Brock Purdy in that one next. <laughs> they might be. They might be. Tom Brady found himself in a couple commercials. Gronk missed the kick to Destiny 2.0. Oh, yes. Which... <laughs> John Cena was celebrating that, which was kind of a weird cameo there for him to just be in that. But um, yeah, commercials were okay. Now, halftime, I'll be honest, not a huge Usher guy. Like, I know, yeah, and that went, that was pretty hype at the end there. Um, but other than that, wasn't really doing anything for me, to be honest. So, falls in the okay to eh category. Wasn't, wasn't phenomenal, but uh, it wasn't embarrassingly bad or anything. His roller skating was impressive. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I didn't even know he could do that. 
I just would have been scared of tripping and falling the whole time, personally. But uh, that's me. You guys good roller skaters or no? no? Absolutely not. Oh. I'm okay, but I, I wouldn't be confident <laughs> enough to do that. <laughs> you're, the, you're crawling just to get to the rink, and then you do your thing. <laughs> I'm not quite that bad. But I would never want to roller skate on, like, have to be perfect at it in front of hundreds of millions of people. So, what about celebrities? Anybody uh, stick out to you? Not the obvious uh, one. We we knew we were gonna get her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know. I was surprised to see Ice Spice there in the, in yeah. the suite with Taylor Swift. That was kind of not a pairing I had. On my bingo board, but uh, Jason Kelsey up there too. Love to see it. Should have been on the field. Thought I was feeling you. <laughs> uh, who else was there? That I there was somebody else that I was like, oh yeah. Uh, okay. I'll be a dog today too. Uh, blonde Beyonce. Woo! God <laughs> damn. Woo! Caught my attention. My brother was talking to me. I was looking at the screen. I'm like, what? Hey. <laughs> I like that look. <laughs> do you want her to do halftime, Mello? Again? Oh, I already saw it. I already got that. I already got that little kick 10 years ago. I don't need it again. <laughs> okay. Uh you see SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, we were all tuned into the Nick. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We were not. Um, the Super Bowl, grade the Super Bowl as a whole with a letter grade. B. B? Okay. B minus, C plus, maybe. Ooh. I'm between B minus and B. I think I'll give I'll go with a B. The ending was pretty electric. Overtime was pretty electric, but the rest of it was eh, it was okay. Thought we were getting Rams Patriots two at the beginning. Yeah, Matt was, was already out in the first quarter. He's like, all right, this is not happening. Yeah. Yep. The texts are there. I I did say that. So. Do you think Vegas will get a Super Bowl again in the next ten years? Probably. I think so. Who was it? Somebody said it should be in Vegas every year. I saw that, which is not the case. No, shouldn't be. I agree, but I already did that whole story last week. I don't need to do that again. Bring it out to Philly. Let them freeze in the cold. For... Oh God! <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask that for anybody. It'd be cool you to better see. Better be playing. But... Better be playing arena football at the Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> I mean, uh, they did have it at MetLife not too many years yeah. ago. Yeah, that's true. New Orleans next year. Yeah, that would be, be crazy. Well, we'll what see. else? Super Bowl. Uh, trying to think. What else did we miss? I'm sure you guys saw everything after. Went to the club and stuff. 
Oh yeah, Jason Kelsey with the uh, yeah. Rey Mysterio mask on. <laughs> I saw Shaq. Yeah. That was cool. Shaq was there. Shaq. Got to take a picture with Taylor Swift. Apparently that made his day. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's somebody else who was at the game that I can't remember that I was like, oh, that's that's cool that they were at the game. But I can't remember who it was, so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's going to be a wrap on the football season. And now... For all of us, we're turning to baseball season now. So, yes, oh. where the real fun begins. <laughs> That's probably going to be a hot take for a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, I love the National Football League and I love college football, but I'm footballed out. I'm ready yeah. to get this going. And by the way, I know there's only people in America that just love NFL. God bless them. Say a prayer for them before you go to sleep tonight. Because they're not watching anything from now until September. So it's like 200 days from now. I don't know how you people could do that. You're crazy. <laughs> Go watch some NBA or NHL or MLB. Go something. You can't yeah. t- You can't just watch football and just not do anything for seven months. You're crazy. <laughs> there are those people. And it can be You're interesting insane. to see what they turn to. Be watching high school college football tapes of <laughs> prospects coming out that, next year. And the USFL started in March, so. Yeah. yeah. Don't expect USFL coverage from us. Sorry. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I don't yeah, we're so. going to be breaking down the draft, too, next week. <laughs> uh, the draft, we can talk about the draft a little bit. That's interesting, at least, but I don't know about USFL or anything, so. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode and for this football season as a whole. So hope you all enjoy the Super Bowl and we'll see you again later. See ya. Adios.